morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Chalk Talk. I'm your host, Kim Davis. So glad, as always, to have you with me today. Today is Tuesday, March the 14th. Hey, guys, <clears throat> in terms of if you look at it like football or basketball, we are almost done with the first quarter of 2023. Don't worry. You have got time to restart, <clears throat> to get started with whatever it is that you were going to get done or that you said you'd get done in 2023, whether that's with your health, with your job, with your business, with your family, whatever it is, you have time. In fact, later on in today's show, the big interview is with someone who can help you with um It'll be a conversation that'll be good for you and your business, <clears throat> whatever your business is. But guess what? It is officially March Madness. That means that the road to the Final Four, although it really goes on all year, has officially begun. Um, I went to, uh, not Championship Sunday, what do we call it? The Selection Show Sunday. Two different locations. One for the local... Uh, Organizing committee hosted one. And then I went over to Culture, uh, Marcus Davis's restaurant in downtown Houston. If you've not been there, look it up. You should definitely check it out. He hosted Texas Southern University, his alma mater, as the Tigers have won three SWAC titles. Is that in a row? And now they are uh, headed to the big dance. They have a play-in game tomorrow night. We'll let you hear from them and talk about that on today's show. Also coming up, we're going to talk some NFL free agency and the big interview is with Marsha Lynn Hudson. Make sure that you stay here. She will join us in the bottom of the hour. You do not want to miss it. <clears throat> but first, as always, we've got to talk about the people who help us do this show each and every week. Our title sponsor is the World Youth Foundation. We're collaborating with them and the African-American Male Wellness Agency to support the upcoming African-American Male Wellness Walk. That event is March the 15th. It will start and end on the campus of Texas Southern University. You do not want to miss it. Now, our focus is men, and you've heard me talk about that on this show. We're going to talk about that more coming up in the next few weeks leading up to the walk. But it's for the whole family. So come out. It's going to be a kids-friendly zone. Um, the key is we want you to get your screenings. There are going to be health screenings specifically for men but everybody can get their health screening. Find out your numbers, make sure that you know what's happening with your body. The screenings will take place all day, starting at 7 a.m. You don't wanna be, you don't wanna miss it. Continue to watch the space. Wherever you're watching this show, I will be posting information about the walk coming up. You'll still probably start seeing it on Fox 26 and hearing spots on, on uh, Radio 1 locally. But we want to make sure that you know about it. It's free. You can even sign up a passion team and come and walk with a group of your friends. You don't want to miss it. March the 15th. All right. So also, I love Jika. You know, you hear me talk about them. They've been a part of our show and what we do here for, well, for years now. It's a turmeric paste. And turmeric is good for all things with your body. It's good for aiding against inflammation. It really reduces inflammation because turmeric is, that's what it's really known for. Inflammation is the key to so many illnesses, cholesterol, high cholesterol, high blood pressure, um, elevated A1C levels. Turmeric paste in this form with eight essential roots and herbs it's really good to help alleviate all of those <clears throat> all of those symptoms. So where do you get it? Well, you can get it online at ilovejinka.com or you can go to H-E-B. And if you go to H-E-B, here's where you find it. It's in the healthy living section. Here at H-E-B, in the healthy living department, the probiotics, you can find Jinka seven days a week. <laughs> yep. Okay. Ah, so you can get it in a paste form which you can put it in your coffee or apple juice or almond milk like a golden latte or you can get the vegan capsules or you can get the powder and put it in your smoothies however you can get it get it you won't be sorry also as we talk about just being healthy and well and all that great stuff you might need somebody to help you out with skincare. well you have come to the right place Stephanie Serlin is an esthetician who does an amazing job with diagnosing your skin, um, giving the most amazing facial you've ever had, and really helping you to relax so that your skin can relax. 
So check out Stephanie Serlin. The company is So Hum Skin, and this is where you can find it. Stephanie at SoHumSkin.com. And of course, you can get your Kimmy treats. We are uh, back in sunshines. We also, the Kimmy bars are back. I know that some of you have asked for a while. Why don't you have the Kimmy bars at Sunshine? The Kimmy bars, as well as the popcorn and the body butter, all at Sunshine's Vegetarian Deli, located on Old Spanish Trail near between 288 and Almeda. So it's near the medical center. So stop by and try out some other stuff to get your Kimmy treats, or you can go online to KimmyTreats.com and pick up your healthy, fun, tasty treats anytime you want them. All right, so let's get into today's show. So excited about all that's happening. We are going to talk about March Madness, but first, before we get to the tournament, Texas Southern University and all the other schools around the state of Texas that are, are, are headed to the big dance, we're gonna talk some NBA basketball. In particular, we're gonna talk about those Houston Rockets. Now I saw the national shows this morning. I saw the, the folk on ESPN saying, man, the, Rock, the Boston Celtics lost an inexcusable loss to the Houston Rockets. That was kind of the tone. That's my best. They don't think like anybody should lose to the Rockets. Anybody who's talking about trying to, you know, make some noise in postseason, but that is why you have to play every game. Anyway, the Rockets beat the Celtics at the Toyota Center last night. Um, they got a lead. The Celtics fought back because they're really good. They're one of the best teams in the league. I think coming into going into last night's game, the Celtics trailed Milwaukee about two and a half games. I'll double check that for the best record um, in the East. But last night, the final was 85 to 80, right? And that's not right. I have the wrong final. I'm like, that's only three quarters. Let me give you the right final. I mean, it would still have the Rockets winning, but <clears throat> yeah, that's not right. So the final last night was 109 to 111, right? And we've seen this, we've seen this this show before, right? The Rockets down the stretch with a lead, unable to hold it and close out. So I'm in the Toyota Center last night going, I hope they can hold on and win this one. And for those of you who have sent me notes or have inboxed me or DM me saying, no, Kim, more losses. You want Victor Wimbanyat. You know I'm talking about. Um, you want Victor. Listen, listen, this is not like the NFL, where if you have the absolute worst record at the end of the season, you have, you get the number one pick. Doesn't work like that. They will go into a lottery with the top three teams with the top with the worst three records. So them winning another game is not going to derail anything for them. In fact, let's just look real quickly. <clears throat> Let me go to what the standings are right now, because some of you are kind of worried. So in the West, Houston is 16 and 52. 16 wins and 52 losses. Golden State has won 17 games. They've lost 50. In the East, Detroit. They're always right there with Detroit. Detroit right now has the has a worse record because they played more games. They've won 16 games and they've lost 53. <clears throat> Charlotte has lost 22, has won 22 and lost 48. So right now, it would be Detroit... Houston and San Antonio vying for that top pick in the draft. You know, when Houston's had the worst record in the league the last two years, they they didn't get the number one pick. So, listen, them winning a couple games is not – they're not moving out of the lottery position. I think you can just rest assured with that. There's not enough games left for them to make some huge surge and run. They will have just as many spots as they can get in that 
lottery draft drawing. So with that said, last night's win was big, right? The final 111 to 109. You know, Jalen Green started out early. He was on fire. He was the last three quarters, not so much, but he finished in double figures. Jabari Smith has been shooting the ball really, <clears throat> really, really well. And after the game last night, Coach Silas talked about what it means to get a win against the Celtics, but not just like, oh, yeah, we beat the Celtics, but what does this mean? What does this say about the work that you're doing with this, this young group of players? You guys always hear me talk about the youth and how experience is something that you gain. You can't be, it can't be coached. You have to, you have to get experience by doing the thing. So here's Coach Silas after last night's win. We're a work in progress, right? But um, when we understand the moment, um, it's gratifying for, as a coach, for sure, because we're constantly teaching them, but they need to feel it. And uh, as much as we can watch film, and as much as we can talk about it, as much as we can write it on the board, um, there's no better teaching method than going through it and finding some success at the end of it, like we did tonight. Jalen had the big first quarter. So winning says, that's right. See all these things we've been telling you? This is what happens. They do work together. They've got to experience and see it. So I was telling you, just giving you a few quick numbers from last night. Jalen Green finished with 28 points, but he shot 8 of 29. But Jabari Smith had 24 points, <clears throat> 11 rebounds. He was 9 of, 9 of 11 from the field and 5 of 6 from 3. So he's starting to kind of find his way and find his groove. Um, Kenya Martin had 20 points. KPJ at 30, had 14 points and 13 assists. And Tyree Eason had six points, two, re two assists, and nine rebounds. Listen, <clears throat> you know, they, they've got a long way to go. And I, I don't know. You guys have asked me. I don't know if Steven Silas is going to get a chance to go there with him. He probably will not uh, at the end of the season. And I'm not wishing that on him. I'm just looking and reading the tea leaves. But this young team is growing, and all of these things will be a part of their this growth will be a part of the ultimate success. Here is KPJ last night talking about uh, the win over the Celtics and what and, 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 and what was different. He said it was their maturity. Uh, last last year, we did a lot of film. Uh, Chicago, we had them up, I think, uh, with eight going into the fourth. And um, it got away from us, so we watched film. Um, and we knew Boston coming in, um, they want to get as much wins as they can. Um, and uh, we kind of want to spoil that. Boston's a very good team, so they have to bring it. What stood out when you were watching that film? What, what were some of the things that you were able to identify to be able to close out tonight? Uh, just uh, mature. Got to be more mature uh, in those moments. It was about five, I want to say about five minutes of the last game in the fourth quarter where we kind of had a lack of focus and uh, kind of just lost the lead. Once, once we lost the lead, we kind of lost the game there and uh, didn't really give us um, a fighting chance when it comes to our focus. So uh, we definitely made that something um, to, to point out uh, during film. And I was able to execute down the stretch. That was KPJ and Jabari Smith, the rookie, right? The the, the team's top pick. They picked him with the the, the second overall pick in, <clears throat> in last year's draft. I just showed, told you his numbers. We knew that he 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 also played some pretty good uh, defense on Tatum, Tatum. And so he talked about just really the win last night and and the fact that Coach Silas has been you know supportive of him because listen. You guys have heard me say time and time again that these young players that are coming into the league, they may be fantastic in college or in the G League, right, or in Europe, but there's something about getting to the NBA. It still takes some time to develop and grow in this league. The game speeds up and all that kind of stuff. But here is Jabari Smith last night talking about uh, the win and Coach Silas. No threes. I just, uh, you don't have to get to the rack and finish. You know, I didn't just... Wasn't well, for letting people walk off three on us because we was screwed up too, so that's all I was thinking. Get my feet on. The way you've been playing these last couple of games, uh, what does that say about posting this on this ability to teach? Because this is the third game. You know, he just just keep trusting me. You know, he doesn't he doesn't um, lose lose hope, lose faith. He doesn't. He knows that I can do trust my ability. So he just him just believing in me, him never never telling me that I shot a bad shot, and just just always putting that confidence in me, no matter if I'm. Shooting 20% or, or whatever, you know, he just always 
always trusted me and just, just keep teaching me now I'm learning and you know, he's been with some of the greats too. So just, just learning from him. So that's what ha that's what's happening with the Houston Rockets. They play host tomorrow night to Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron James will not be playing, but also tomorrow night, speaking of tomorrow night, Texas Southern University will be in Dayton. Well, they're in Dayton. They're leaving today. They're playing in Dayton, Ohio tomorrow night in the play-in game. They will face Farley Dickinson uh, tomorrow night. The winner of that game will get into the main draw of the NCAA tournament. So congratulations again to Texas Southern University. That's three years in a row, if I'm not mistaken. Here is head coach Johnny Jones talking about um, winning and, and really what's ahead and what they're facing. And he says, listen, you can't run from a challenge. Here's head coach Johnny Jones. We're invited. We have to play our way in and put ourselves in that position. At the end of the day, last year, uh, we Fortunate to beat Texas and Christie, we drew Kansas. Kansas wound up winning the national championship. So at the end of the day, you're going to play great competition. And that's what we look forward to. We look forward to those challenges. And uh, that's exactly why we go to work back in October uh, in terms of preparation and getting ready when practice starts to put ourselves for these moments and be able to put our best foot forward. So you can't dodge anybody now. you got to be one of those teams that, that at the end of the day, to get to where you're trying to go to, execute a high level offensively and defensively. That's our goal, and we'll just see where we are. But we, our first game is on uh, Wednesday, and uh, we just got to make sure uh, that we go in and take care of business against a great team and fairly good So good luck to the TSU Tigers. We will um, be following them. I believe there will be some watch parties tomorrow night. There will be one downtown, I know, at the uh, on the Avenida because Houston actually is gearing up for championship weekend, which starts March 31st. But I will probably, you know, will I go see the Rockets play the Lakers or will I go to the TSU watch party? I will probably go to the TSU watch party. I will try to find a way to do both. It'll be close, right, where I can get from one place to the other. I'd love to see TSU win it and get in the big dance again. It, it means so much for the university and not just um, – obviously the young men that are playing, but for the whole school and the exposure, the fact that your team is being broadcast nationally in this tournament, which gets huge numbers. So people are talking about Texas Southern University, even for just that game. You know, if you win the game, awesome, you go further. They typically, obviously the winner of this playing game is going to get one of the number one seeds. We'll play a number one seed. What coach was talking about is last year, they beat Texas A&M at Corpus Christi. To get into the main draw, they faced Kansas. They lost to Kansas. Kansas went on to win the whole tournament, you know. So, but it is still a milestone. It's still good for the university. It's good for these young men. And it's a win-win for everybody. Here is TSU president um, talking about what it means for the university to overcome the challenges they overcame to get there and, and to be in the tournament. We're excited to be back in the tournament. For us as a university, it demonstrates our commitment, it demonstrates our perseverance, and uh, it demonstrates what we teach our students each and every day, that don't allow the situation or circumstance to determine the outcome. And our students bounce back and they prove to be champions. So I've covered Johnny Jones for a number of years. And so he never takes this place for being uh, being for granted, but this is not unfamiliar territory. And of course, you want to get to the next step. What do you say to the rest of the student body about look at what this what they're doing here and how they can translate that into their studies? And one of the things I would say first is that we know from one of the African proverbs that says where there's no struggle, there's no progress. And I would like our students to all become encouraged by seeing that initially this season we were struggling, but now we really did exemplify great progress. All right, thank you very much. Where there is no struggle, there is no progress. I love it when you can give me an African, African uh, proverb in the middle of a sports interview. I'm done, right? That was uh, Dr. Young, Texas Southern University president, saying how it, what it means for the entire student body and how that translates, how what's happening on the basketball court translates for the students every day. So listen, here's another quick update. Marcus Sasser from um, University of Houston, you know, he's key for them to get to where they're trying to get, which is not just the final four. They got to the final four last year, but they're trying to get to the championship game. It'd be amazing if they did that here in Houston. 
But they need Marcus Sasser, who has been out, and they've been pretty quiet about how he's doing. So no update really um, for Marcus Sasser from the Texas Southern, I mean, from University of Houston. University of Texas is a number two seed in the same region in the Midwest with, with Houston. So they would meet uh, for a shot to get to the final four if both teams won and advanced. Many people are picking the University of Texas. Texas A&M is also in that bracket. There's not a lot of expectation, you know, that my alma mater is going to get very far. But there's some Texas, there's three Texas teams in the Midwest bracket. The University of Houston is the number one seed. The University of Texas is the number two seed. I think Texas A&M is six or seven. Um, and then, of course, on the other side, you've got Baylor in another bracket as a number three seed. So keep watching this space. I will keep you updated on what's happening with the Final Four. Um, when we come back, we'll bring in our guest for the big interview. I'm super excited that she is making her Chalk Talk debut. You will not be disappointed. We're gonna, um, I'm going to remind you again about I Love Jinka, one of our longtime partners, and where you can find it when you're looking at looking for it at HEB. Here at HEB, in the healthy living department, the probiotics, you can find Jinka seven days a week. And welcome back. We're listening to Chalk Talk. It is March the 14th. It's March Madness. It's almost spring. It's about to be the end of the first quarter of 2023. And I'm going to bring in our guest now who's going to help us figure out some things that we can do if we're worried about our marketing strategy, or, I mean, our branding strategy, how we navigate that. I have brought in one of the absolute best, the expert, Marsha Lynn Hudson. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Well, thank you for being here. You know, we have a segment on the show. It's called The Big Interview. So you are our big interview for today. And here on Chalk Talk, it's the, the kind of tagline is Chalk Talk is more than sports. And so one of the things we like to do is learn something every week. So we want to, I wanted to bring you on because you are great at breaking down, giving people nuggets about how to do branding and how to not be, how to not be overwhelmed by social media. So let's start with that. I'm overwhelmed, Marsha. I'm overwhelmed trying to do all this stuff. What should I be doing? What is my focus? Uh, thank you so much, Kim, for having me. You are not alone, okay? Um, I meet so many people who are like, Marsha, I'm overwhelmed. And I have a quick tip for you to, uh, if you're listening, to not be overwhelmed. Number one, you do not have to be everywhere doing everything to build your brand. And that's good news, right? Now, when I started in 2015, I was telling a group, I had a course called Cast Your Net Wide. And in 2015, I was teaching people to be everywhere, be here and be on Twitter and be on Instagram and be everywhere to build your brand. Well, fast forward to today is so different, Kim. You do not have to be everywhere. People are working. They're trying to build their business. They're doing everything. And I love telling people to build a brand. You really only need, because it's two point, it's 4.6 billion people online. You really only need, and I took this from the 12-week year, I think it was Moran, two platforms to build a brand on because there's so many people. And you want a communication platform, which could be like this, a podcast, or it could be uh, a YouTube, or and you want a, com a content platform, which could be one social media platform. Now, if you're like, okay, Marsha, I don't want to just take my chance with one. Well, two uh, social media platform. So think about this. When you decide, I want to build my brand, and you could take 12 weeks uh, to really go all in. And then you could add if you like, especially if you're a solopreneur, you by yourself. It's just too overwhelming to try to do all of this stuff being everywhere. But think about it. if you pick, if you say, I want to build my brand, meaning you want to be known as the expert that you are. Like you, Kim, you're the expert in media training. You're an expert in, in giving leadership training and, and media training and speaking. You're, we know that. If we want that, we know to go to Kim. Well, you want to become known 
for something as the go-to person and build a brand on those two sites. So let's say you say, well, I want to build my brand on LinkedIn and Instagram or just LinkedIn and go all in for 12 weeks. And so now you only have to focus on one or two and you only have to do it three days a week. I talk about this plan in my coaching. I call it the two, three, 30. And it's two platforms, uh, three days a week, 30 minutes a day. And you can so let me, actually let me ask, let me jump in there and ask you that. Cause I think that's one of the things that people get hung up on. So you're saying two platforms, three days a week, and I can do it in 30 minutes. Cause I think that's, but isn't the key to do it and not to get caught up scrolling? Because I think that's what we think. Oh, I, I'm spending so much time. But are you spending time doing work? Or are you spending time just watching? <laughs> right. right. You know, that, that is a good point. And, and I have to say, I'm guilty myself. I'll get on the sofa and I'm like scrolling, scrolling. But I like that, what you said, Kim. What I've done is I, I put aside maybe 10, 20, 30 minutes. And that's what I call building my brand time. And so I try not to be distracted with other things because when we start building our brand on social media, which is a great place to build it, we actually start building our visibility. People come to me and say, Marsha, I want to grow my brand. I want to make money on social media. Well, social media is not really for making money. You don't really make sales on social media. You may get some. It's the top of the funnel. Social media is for creating visibility creating awareness. So if you pick a little time and say, okay, I'm going to stick to building my brand and not doing the scrolling, then if you have two platforms, it really doesn't take you 30 minutes. So you post to your LinkedIn, you engage, um, you post to your, your Instagram, you engage and you're done. And so then you can go on and do your scrolling, but look at it as a time. This is me building my visibility. This is me building my awareness because that's what social media do does. And it takes people down the funnel to become a, a client. But social media is the top of the funnel. And so we have to add it to other things. So we have to kind of be diligent about this, not going to, down the scrolling line. And I get it. So let me ask you this. So we know that uh, having so a social media presence is important, especially if you have, whether you have a product or a service. Well, you can actually sell products and services, but you're right. If you happen to be a service provider, like like me, if you do like uh, coaching or training, you're not going to sell your big ticket items on Instagram, say per, per se, but you will get visibility where people, the whole goal is that will draw them to you so that you can have a conversation. So if I am... You, you told me about how to not be overwhelmed. If, if you're overwhelmed, scale back and, and say, this is, I'm going to do these two, three, 30. I'm going to do that. But if I'm starting, or maybe I have a brand and I'm like, but is it the right thing? Is, do I really, should I like revamp it? What, how do I get started in that process? What's the best thing to do? So if you already have a brand and I love that too, and I tell people and you're thinking, because I'm working with, um, I'm, a mindset coach right now who's rebranding. So if you have a brand and I, of course, you know, I've been, I'm a professor. So I like to tell people, write it down, write down. If you want to rebrand, what is it you want to do? What do you want to cut out? Because we can't do everything. That's another way we get uh, overwhelmed. When we try to serve everyone and well, I have lots of ideas, I can do this and this and this. I tell people, scale it down and you can add it later, but sit down and think, okay, I want to rebrand. And sometimes we don't really need to rebrand. We just need to tweak. And you sit down and you write, what three things do I really want to be known for? And what three things do I really want to put myself out there for? It doesn't mean you're limiting your, your, your possibilities or opportunities. What it means is that you, you're becoming focused and you're becoming known as this expert. You don't want to be the, the general store or the dollar store. Now, Amazon and Walmart, they're the big boys. They have everything, but we're not that. So we don't want to be the everything person. So if you want to rebrand, I rebranded about a year ago and I said, this is what I want to do. I have too many ideas. I'm going to do this, this, and this. So tell and us about this that. This is who what, I'm going to do it for. What mm -hmm. were you doing before and what did you scale it down to? Oh my goodness. Oh, Kim, that's <laughs> what I was doing everything. And I was on the treadmill 
and I was I was working doing teaching social media, teaching blogging, teaching <laughs> I mean teaching how to do book. I was doing everything and I was teaching branding and social media and I was teaching people, you know, how to do blogging and I was teaching people how to do content and it was a lot and it was like every day and it was Monday through Saturday and I even found myself doing it sometimes Sunday after church and I was like this is too much. I had too many people calling me wanting this, pulling me to everything. I, I wasn't an expert in anything. And people were like, oh, can you show me this? And so I was on the treadmill and I thought to myself, I have to stop this. I love it. I like doing it, but I, I, I don't, I don't uh, see myself as an expert in something. So I, I said, Marcia, who have you worked with in the last year and who got results and what did you love doing? Cut it to those three. Who have you worked with? And I decided, okay, this is my audience. This is the, these are the people I've worked with. This is the group. And so I narrowed my audience down because I can't teach to a 20-year-old the same thing I'm teaching to a 50-year-old. They have different goals. And so I narrowed my, I said, I want to work with these people. And I wrote that down. I've been helping these people. And I wrote that down. I, I found results for these people. And I wrote that down. And so that's when I narrowed it. I said, I am going to teach to, and mainly I teach to female entrepreneurs. And I realized they're about 30 to 40 and they headed to freedom. And I came up with my 40 to freedom because in, at this point in their lives, they want to, they want to either build their business. They have a side business. They eventually want to make it a full-time business. They want more freedom, more time freedom. It's like, that's who I've been working with. Now, yes, I get men. Men are awesome. Yes, I get other people. Of course, I'm going to get, but I focus on that group. And then I focused on who are they? They were entrepreneurs. A lot of them were solopreneurs. Some of them had side business. They were professionals. Some of them were trying to take their business to a full-time business. So I, I said, okay, these are the people I'm working with. These are the people who I'm helping. And then I thought, okay, what do I really love teaching? What have people gotten results from? I just looked at my last year and I said, people are wanting a strategy, Marcia. They want a strategy. Just like you were saying, Kim, they don't want to be overwhelmed. Okay, we're going to do this thing three days a week. We're going to mm -hmm. stop being overwhelmed. They don't want to have to be on social media all day. We're going to pick a 30-minute plan for you. And I coach people in that. And then so I said, I'm really good at giving people strategy. Mm -hmm. I'm really good at teaching people how to use online tools. So I cut out some. I said, I'm going to teach people the ones I really like, and they've been working for me. I, I work with three social media platforms. I don't teach them all. People are like, can you help me with TikTok? I'm not on TikTok. I don't teach that. One. Okay. I do, I do LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. Can you help me with this? I'm not on that. I don't teach. I, I used to teach Twitter. I used to get workshops on Twitter. It was too much. So you were doing the most, as the young people say, right? I was doing the most. So let me ask you something. Since you have, when you figure that out, right? And you've you scaled down, you, you became refocused, how has how has that shown up for you in your business? What have you seen? What's the difference now than when you were all over the place? Oh, my goodness, Kim. That is a wonderful question. I decided I was going, I, I have more clients. I make more money. I have more time. And I'm not crazy anymore. I mean, I was just... I was just worn out, Kim. I was worn out. I was in front of this computer all the time. So what has happened is now people know me as the digital marketing and brand strategist. When they want to know how do I build my brand, how do I do an online strategy, they come to me. Nobody asks me about Twitter anymore. Nobody asks me about blogging anymore. I could teach, you see. So it cut down and I was able to work now I said, I'm going to meet clients Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. This is the biggest thing, Kim. Doing more does not mean making more. So yeah, I can I can attest to that. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't do it what is it? So I said, Marsha, Monday is going to be your CEO day. And you can meet with people like him, or you can give out other business owners, or you can work on your business, or you can work on that. Monday is your CEO day. No meeting clients. And I've stuck to stuck to that. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, I go all in meeting clients. Okay. And it may be Zooms or me beat webinars. I'm giving a webinar for a group tomorrow. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And people ask me to speak. I make it for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays. I go all in Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Friday is Marsha Day. 
I, I just, I could go I sit out in city center or, you know, go hang out at La Madeline, read Fridays, Marshall Day. Some Saturdays I will meet clients and that's it. I have more time freedom. Now, I also narrow it down to offerings. That is a great thing. So now it's three offerings, three ways to work with me. At first I had like, you could do this with me, this with me, this with me. It's three ways. If you want coaching or branding, these are the three. And that has helped me too, because now I'm not everywhere. So I cut down on my, my days, but it took me a while to get to a place where I only could work three days a week. So if you're new, don't think I'm going to work through that. It took me a while for that, but what the just, key also is that you're working um we always say work smarter not harder you are you said um you have more time you make more money and you're not as all over the place i know one day i uh we were communicating about something this was several months ago we were trying to connect and meet about something i said oh well i'm, I'm available it was like after it was like after six you go oh, no i don't i'm not, i'm with my husband after six i was like i love that <laughs> She was like, oh, no, I can't. No, we have to. We can do but we can do it another time. So I think that the fact that you've got these boundaries and things that you do for people who have families or moms or whatever it is, you can still make that commitment to yourself and your family, whoever you want to make it to and still have a successful business that financially supports you. Right. And um and, and sometimes, and I know the fears of people, they're like, well, what if I don't make any money? Or what if nobody calls me? Or what if I, I scale down and I cut things out and, you know, I'm not going to get any business. You don't have to worry about that if you have a plan and a strategy and work a system. And online marketing is wonderful because it's practically free. And the system, uh, and I was just telling the group, the system is like community plus speaking equals sales. You build a community in the three days of week you build a community of people on your two platforms and these three days and so you build a community you got 10 people you have 20 people you have 100 people you have 250 people that love what you do you get them in your email list now you've built this community of people who love what you do and then you speak you get on a podcast or you do a webinar you speak twice a month and that equals sales and so now when you do when 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 people hear you speak or they 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 get emails from you you stay on top of mind then they're like well how can i work with you i, I i'm ready on my journey I, I i'm ready i need media training let's say they say for kim i'm ready i need media training how can i work with you and now you're like i have a six month program we can do this this and this this is an investment and if they're at a place on their journey they're like okay so now you got this high paying quality client versus trying to do all of that other stuff and you got it from three days a week building a brand on just two platforms showing up speaking being on a podcast giving people what they want because information is free we give the spice but yeah. if you want the recipe and you want transformation you have to pay and that's <laughs> when they, the spice is free but the recipe, you have to pay. And when people are at a part of their journey, they're like, you know what? I've been doing this for two years. This is not working. I want to build my business. Let me let me hire a coach and get transformation. And that's when they hire you for media training or whatever. And those people who are on at that place on their journey, and people get to that place. It's 4.6 billion people. People get to that place, and they're like, I'm ready to stop doing what I've been doing for two years, spend six months with Kim and get what I want. So let me ask you this. And this is one of the things that I have experienced is that if the person is not ready, you know, um, one of the things I've committed to do in my business is I'm not trying to convince people that they should work with me, that they should, that they need what I have, because that is not the client for me. And I think sometimes we think earlier in our business, or if we think our business isn't what we want it to be, that you've got to convince people. And what I always say is that client's never going to be satisfied, value what you do and compensate you the way you should be. They may either not be ready for you because I meet some people that just aren't ready for me yet, you know? And you have to be okay knowing that they may not be ready because of their budget or they may not be ready because where they are in their business, but be okay not having everybody's business, right? Be okay right. with that and understand what works with you and who you can help. I love that. I tell people when you try to serve everyone, 
you serve no one. And you're right. When we try to convince people, and I tell people, don't sell on social media, okay? It's not sales media. It's social media. And it's, it's a way to sell without being salesy. It's called attraction marketing. And you attract people through your content, through your, your, your brain, you attract them to the point where they reach out to you. And you're right. And trying to convince somebody to buy this for me or get my services, you're right. And what if they're, if they're not satisfied, then they want their money back. It's just a whole ball of just awful stuff. But the people, I feel this, the people who are for you will be, that's what a lead magnet is for. The people who are for you, they will be attracted to you. And the system there is once they get your lead magnet and they download your a piece of your expertise, because that's what it is. Then the next step is you have to have what's next. This is how you know the people for you. They, they download your lead magnet. Now, you don't want them to just download your lead magnet and like and leave. You got to have something next. So, you you know, you may have a call for them or you may have, be sure and check out my webinar or be sure and check out this. You have something next for them. So, or be sure and follow me on LinkedIn or Chalk Talk and you get to hear me. So, now they get to hear a little bit more of you. First, they got your lead magnet was a sample. It's like, oh, this is good. Now they heard you on a podcast. They're like, wow, she is great. Now they saw you on LinkedIn. They saw your post. It's like, oh my goodness, this person is the answer for me. They need to get to the point where you're the solution for their problem. And if they get to a point where they followed you a week or two or they heard you and they're like, this person is the solution to my problem, they may get on a call. And when they get, by the time they get to the call, they're like, what can I do to move forward? And if they're not ready, that's fine. If they want to go on and finish doing it on their own, that's okay. But the people for you, they will be ready to pull out that pocket. But if not, they may wait till later. And you're right. Don't try to convince people to work with you. Use attraction marketing. So this is something that you and I, I know we've talked about and you're big on, um, you give people calls and I've been, um, um, on you about not talking to people so long, <laughs> right? Because I know I've been guilty of that before. And I'm just going to start, I'm starting to bring my calls back. My, they we call them clarity calls because people would call. And then after they finished with the call with me, the ones who weren't really serious about doing business, you know, they didn't need anything else because I gave everything away, right? I gave them the recipe because that's my nature. That's your nature. I want to be helpful. So when you start saying, I'm going to have a call, if that's one of your ways, make sure that you know how to structure the call so Marsha says it's 20 minutes. I know for me, it's got to be 10 to 15, because if it's 20 minutes, you've got all the gold. So know what that time frame is for you, right? And and, and you still want to always provide value, but you don't want to give it all away because the whole thing is these are not like your friends that you're chatting with. This is a business call. Right. You're right, Kim. And I had to restructure the call. I actually <laughs> I actually went on a training on how to do a clarity call because I was like, I'm, I'm on these calls too long. I'm giving everything. <laughs> but, and I actually went on a training. I started asking a few people. I was like, I mean, and, and some people charge for theirs. One lady has $19 and she charges for her clarity call. So what I learned from the training and, and you can it's a great way to convert because social media and posting doesn't really convert. You got to get them to hear you either in a webinar or a call. These are converting strategies. And so what I learned on the call is, okay, let's say the call is 20 minutes. It's a complimentary call. The first thing is I let them know it's going to be a 20 minute complimentary call. And I want to hear your goals and dreams and what do you want? And then I will let you know ways to work with me. So in the training, the, the guy was like, let them know the call is about ways to work with me. So if they're like, eh, I don't know if I'm then they won't do the call. But if they kind of like this far, like I just finished the training, and I got a lady right now texting me want to get on the call to help her with creating a mini course. So let's say they on the call. All right. It could be phone or it could be Zoom. And yeah, I have to get better by being too long on the call. But you can convert if you do the call correctly. So you get on the call, you ask them to tell tell me what is your goal? What, what is it that you want? So they're going to spend a few minutes with that. And then when they're done, you're going to give them one piece of value. 
one piece, you can give them a resource or you can tell them a book or you can give them a loop, but then you want to say, these are the ways to work with me. I have a VIP day. I have a coaching session. I have this. These are the ways that you can work with me. And this is what we will do. And that cuts. And then just be quiet. And then just be quiet. Yeah. And when they start asking, see what they do is they start asking you questions and stuff. So I, I, another lady said, well, that's coaching. So we don't do coaching in the call. And the, what I found, the reason why I was going too long in the call, I was coaching in the call. And the lady was like, I told the lady, no, that's coaching. So the call is listen to them first. Let them tell their goals, what they want to do. Then tell them ways that you can work with them. Give them your offerings. And like you say, then, you know, shut it down. But I always give them at least one piece of value, uh, something that they can walk away with. And then I say, you know, if you want to move forward, you know, you can let me know, you can email me. But, but if they start asking questions, well, that's coaching. And that is one of my services. So that's <laughs> a great way to, to do the call. And I need to take my own advice. <laughs> but you know, I, I will tell things, you this, it converts. Uh -huh. it one converts. of the things that you said before, and you said it there, but you said it, you know, it's always good to give people one win, right? Give people a win because sometimes we can even in whether it's in what we're putting out, it can be too much and people can't navigate it and figure it out. Give people a way to get a win. So when they leave a communication or contact with you, the feeling is good. Like, okay, I got this one thing today. Give people a win. Right. And that's that's um that's what you can do in the call. And you, and you were like, I gave people too much information. They walked away. They didn't need to hire me. Like, for instance, if somebody is t calling me and they're saying, I heard you talk and I always talk, make your speaking surround what you do. And I was speaking on growing your email list and a person got on the call and she goes, I heard you talk. You were talking about growing your email list. I really need to do this with my email list. And then she told me a little bit about, you know, that. And I gave the one win was if you want to get started with an email list. And the first thing you can do is create a lead magnet. And then I may go into, you can create a lead magnet based on something that your audience wants. What do you, what do they, well, they want to know how to do this. I say, well, you could create a lead magnet on that. You could create it in Canva or you could create it in Word. It doesn't need to be like, it could be 12 ways to do this or 10 times, 10, 10 reasons to do this. It doesn't need to be long, just needs to be valuable. You make it in Canva or you make it in Word and you put it everywhere. Now, they're going to have to hire me to know how to make it, where to put it, and all of that. But I did give you a tip on your lead. You need a lead magnet. It could be something that your audience wants. It could be 10 ways to do this or three steps to this. And you can make it in Word or you can make it in Canva. Turn it to a PDF save it to your computer, and then you can put it everywhere. So I gave the, you could go and make your lead magnet. I gave you an right. idea of what it could be, but I didn't tell you the whole thing. So Charles, who is our legal expert here on uh, Chalk Talk, says that my key has been to ask open-ended questions which allow prospective clients to tell me what they believe their issue is. Then I suggest a schedule to get there. Absolutely. We only have the best people on Chalk Talk. Thank you for that, Charles. Um, <laughs> That's a great that's a, point. That's a great, that's a great point. So listen, before you go, tell people, you said you were going to let them connect with you or tell people how they can reach you or find out more if they want to get on a call or get some of your resources. Uh, yeah, for sure. There's so many ways to connect with me, but I do like what I was saying today. I like for people to get a sample of us so they can see is this the right person for me to even get a com in the community with or follow? So, so many ways you can follow me and get tips and strategies and information on branding and marketing. It can be on LinkedIn. You can go to Marshall Ann Hudson and follow me on LinkedIn. I posted today six ways to avoid burnout. So you can go see that <laughs> on LinkedIn. Uh, if you're on Instagram, I'm on there. I give behind the scenes. So you put Marshall Ann Hudson. You can find me everywhere with my name. I had to brand my 
my middle name because it was too many Marsha Hudson. And of course, you can go to my website, MarshaLynnHudson.com, and I have so much um, there, free resources, free downloads, free courses. You might say, like, man, she got a lot of free. How do you stay in business? Well, that's the spice. But when you want the recipe, you got paper. I have coaching. I have VIP days and I have a I have a very popular package and it's a five coaching call session. And you work with me for five weeks and five coaching calls. And when you're done, whatever it is your goal was for digital marketing and growing your business online, because that's what I'm doing then you have that. So my website, uh, you can find me there, social media. Now I am on every site, even though I say don't be on every site, but I'm a social media and digital strategist, but I have an assistant and she, she actually posted today for me. So, you know, so those are ways you can find me, but I give trainings. I give a free trainings. You might want to hop in on some of my zoom trainings. I got some April series coming up. So just hop on to marshallinhudson.com. Send me an email, um, at, um, Marsha at Marshallin Hudson. And that's how we can connect. So I put the, um, website in the chat and I'll post it also in the notes as well. Marsha, thank you so much. And we appreciate you. I appreciate you. We'll have to have you come back and we're going to talk about, I don't know, maybe some photography stuff next time. But for today, remember, don't give away, you get the spice, but don't give away the recipe, right? And go to MarshallinHudson.com. You will not be disappointed. You're going to be overwhelmed and surprised with how many resources she has put there for you. (laughs) Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you for having me. And as always, I always enjoy being with you because you are a resource person. I tell everybody, Kim Davis knows everybody. (laughs) Get into her community. She knows everybody. And I'm so glad that I'm in your know everybody setting now. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Marsha. We, um, we'll talk soon. I got to call you later today. That is Marsha Lynn Hudson. Go to her website and check it out. Before we get out of here, I promise you a little bit about what's happening with NFL free agency. I just want to throw this one question out. Lamar Jackson. Okay. We're going to hop, we're going to finish it with this. And we'll come back um, next week and we're going to talk more about what's happening because free agency officially starts tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Lamar Jackson for the Baltimore Ravens was um, the team put the non-exclusive franchise tag on him. That means he could negotiate. Another team could say, hey, we want you to come play for us. Give them an offer. They could work it out. They'd have to give up a couple of two draft picks and he could go someplace else. Once the team put that tag on him, there were like, what, seven teams who all the quarterbacks that came out immediately and said that they were not interested in Lamar Jackson. So for me, the first word that came to my mind was collusion. I know nobody wants to talk about it, but so all these teams that need quarterbacks, y'all just come out immediately and say you out on Lamar Jackson. Before we get out of here today, if any of you have thoughts about it, especially you, Charles, I felt like it was collusion. I felt like And I really feel like that, especially after the contract that Deshaun Watson got that made so many people angry, all that guaranteed money. The other owners are trying to get control back, right? They're trying to say, listen, we're not the NBA. All y'all not going to get what, what, you know, and I said it that way, all y'all not going to get what Deshaun got. And so they are trying to maintain or reassert, reassert their ownership, if you will, of the league and quite frankly, the players. That's how I see it. Collusion It's the same reason that Colin Kaepernick could never get a job. It's been so many years now, I don't see it, it happening, but initially I felt like it was collusion. It was not his ability. It wasn't anything that was le- legitimate. It was collusion. And I say that to say, that's why whatever you do, Make sure you have something else, right? Because even at the highest level in the National Football League, right, um, where you're making you know millions of dollars, money that some of us will never see in salaries, 
you still don't really have agency unless it's something that you own. So while you may not own a team, figure out something you can do. I'm not saying, and I have this conversation with my dear sister friend, Kim, all the time. Everybody doesn't have to be an entrepreneur because we are not all wired for it. It is a hard journey, but it doesn't mean that you can't own something. Get you some equity in something that you can have, something that you can have control over because jobs, you know, you can be at the top of the top of the ranks, but you still work for somebody else. And even with your own business, you still have to work for clients. So I just say that um, is pay attention, right? Pay attention. Hey, Joe made it back from his um, Zoom call. He says that good old boy circle wins out every time NFL equals not for long. It is not for long. And actually what we've learned, especially through COVID, if you didn't know it before, all of it is not for long. All of it is not for long. Get you something that you can have and be a part of, whether it means collaborating. You heard Marsha talk about community. Figure it out, but don't put all your eggs in one basket. It's just not smart. And if we didn't know it before, and I'm going to end with this, it is, we know it now. And Mark says Lamar is going to end up staying in Baltimore. He might. Because if the rest of the league is doing what they're doing, which is colluding, which is what I think, and I don't care what anybody else says, then he might end up staying in Baltimore. Now, here's a question. Will he play? Because if he didn't sign the tender, he didn't have to play. I mean, he, you know, he, he won't get paid. But the other thing is they're like, yeah, and because his mother is his agent. Now, quite frankly, I think he should have an agent. I think he should have somebody who knows how to do the deals working for him, working for his mother, working with him or whatever. But they're also holding that against him. Do you think, let me just say this before I close out. Do y'all think for one minute that the NFL owners wanted to be said that this man, Lamar Jackson, said, hey, you need to pay me what I'm worth and my mother's doing my deal. I'm not going to pay anybody else all this money because it's just pretty straightforward. And, and they're going to say, okay. We gave Lamar Jackson what he wanted and his mama was his agent. Like, let's, let's, let's just keep it 100. It's chalk talk. That's what we do here. It's big business. That's what I love about sports. If it happens in sports, it's happening everywhere else. That is the nature of negotiations and doing business. And it's a struggle for control. Now, they didn't try to exert that control with Daniel Jones from the Giants when he got the money or with Derek Carr, who's going to the Saints when he gets the money, or Jimmy Garoppolo going to the Raiders. Do you see what I'm saying here? But Lamar Jackson, oh no, we can't, mm -mm, we can't, we can't let him and his mother tell us what to do. So anyway, it is. Um, <laughs> come on, mom, I need a birthday. I don't know, Kim. I will find her birthday out. I will find her birthday out. But that's what's happening. So I like for y'all listen. Y'all going to be the smartest folks in this sports space, right? You're going to know it all. Next week, we're going to talk more about the Texans. I was going to let you hear to their coordinators, but I didn't want to short our guest for the big interview. I was glad to get her. We'll be trying to get her, get on the show. I think it's important information. Um, all of you do something. And so what Marsha does and says can be helpful for you. With that said, remember the African-American male wellness walk is coming up April the 15th. At Texas Southern University. I will drop it in the notes later. You've seen it before. Go online if you want to register a passion team. You don't even have to register to walk. Just show up at TSU on that Saturday. Screenings start at 7 a.m. Health screenings for the entire family. We are focusing on our Black men, but anybody can come out and get health screenings. There's going to be some great information. We're going to have a lot of fun, and we encourage you to come out and be a part of it. Also, remember, ilovejinka.com. If you have not experienced this amazing product, you miss it out. So go today, go online to ilovejinka.com or go to your area HEB and go to the healthy living section. If they don't have a healthy living section, go online and find out which HEB stores do because there's where you will find it or tell the HEB store manager, I've been hearing about this product. I'd like to get it here so I don't have to go to another store. They will make sure you get it. And if you go to HEB, this is where you'll find the product. Here at HEB in the healthy living department, the probiotics, you can find Jenkins seven days a week. <laughs> yeah.
All right, that's going to do it for me for today. Thank you all so much for being a part of Chalk Talk. Remember to share this wherever you're watching it with your community, with your audience. I appreciate you for doing that. Also, get registered to vote. If you get registered, stay registered. Then you don't have to try to rush and be registered. We got to be on our toes, y'all. There's a lot going on out here in these political streets. So I need y'all to be registered and I need you to be informed. Do that for yourself. Do it for your family. Do it for your community. If you've not gotten the COVID vaccine, I'm still advocating for you to get it. The COVID is still out here in these streets. Jink is going to help you with all of that in terms of your immune system. Just do all the good things, right? Remember, do something kind for yourself and do something kind for somebody else. I'll see you next Tuesday at 11 right here on Talk Talk. Make it a great week, everybody. Mm -hmm.